Welcome, I'm Amanda Onchalenko, your host for Wisdom at the Crossroads, the podcast. My door is open and I'm excited to invite you into my studio practice. I imagine you coming in to sit down with a beverage in hand, a little morning coffee or an afternoon tea to catch up. But hey, it's five o'clock somewhere, so feel free to come just as you are. I like to think of us as slowing down for a bit to share in the backstories of an artistic life, exploring lessons learned through creativity and inspiration. This invitation to join in on discussions of a visual medium, without the visuals, affords you not only a pause from the busyness of your own day, but also allows you an opportunity to co-create and connect to your own stories through the example of mine. Season 1 began in my archives, while Season 2 will focus a little more in the present. I hope you'll enjoy the stories of my work evolving and share in the wisdom I have found at the crossroads where action and presence meet. Make sure to stay tuned for the short meditation that concludes each episode. I know you'll walk away refreshed and able to simply be more and do a little less. I delivered a painting to a client recently, one I have known for many years. Our introduction was unconventional, but the story of our association is a reminder of the cyclical ways our individual journeys connect to each other. Today's delivery also brought me back to long-ago lovely afternoons when I picked up our daughters from the Montessori Learning Centre's playground. It was also here that I made my own lifelong friendships with like-minded mamas. I met this client on that playground too, though indirectly. She was a volunteer then and often found my little M at the end of her outreached hand during the afternoon's activities. My studio practice then was also in its infancy. Time to be creative was precious and usually undertaken in the rare hours when in my household slept. Occasionally I had the energy to get a couple of hours in at my shared and cramped space in a hundred-year-old building in Winnipeg's historic Exchange District while the girls were at MLC. A piece I made at the time, called Angel Blanky, was exhibiting at a jury show in Chicago as part of the International Quilt Association's conference. Attendance at the largest quilt show in the world was astounding in those days, and as it turns out, my client was one of those who saw my work there. She told me of her adventure later, of how she was drawn to a fragile art quilt made of paper, silk embroidery, and feathers. She was moved by the story that accompanied the piece, and realised the maker was Canadian and shared the same last name as her little Montessori friend. I'm still not sure if it was a good thing to be introduced to someone first through an art piece, then via a three-year-old, before I was finally introduced as myself, but we did become friends and our paths have crossed over the years. Montessori afternoons were everybody's favourite. Our young girls loved the social learning at the core of the Montessori method, while for me the afternoons provided respite that allowed for some creative enterprise, even if it was just taking photographs to add to my inspirational stash. The Montessori School was on Ashland Street in Riverview, a lovely leafy neighbourhood held in the bend of Winnipeg's Red River. At the time, there was some riverside landscaping going on that formalised the public recreation space. Trees and shrubs were being planted, and the walking trail worn unofficially into place was being hardscaped. I love an incidental green space, and there was a lot of it making striking perennial blooms, despite the construction. 
I was naturally drawn to the free-flowing weedy clumps of purple flowers that naturally bloomed alongside flowing grasses. Some of my earliest works on paper in acrylic and chalk pastel were inspired by this weedy walk under construction. This past spring, I happened to take a road less travelled. It's been more than 20 years since those paintings and that exhibition in Chicago. The landscape continues to bloom with perennial purple clusters in the spring, and I couldn't help but to take myself down memory lane to photograph the Riverside show again. Later this past summer, at another client's request, I began what came to be called the sweet suite of 11 by 14 inch panels that quickly bloomed into a series of 20 pieces. The last few of these were inspired by that resilient incidental landscape with the river view. Delivering Riverside today, I returned to the neighbourhood where my blossoming daughters began their education and the seeds of their early lives were planted. It was a full circle moment for sure. My client has her own grandchildren now and my daughters are both midway through professional degrees and no longer bouncing in the MLC playground. But I have to say I was really comforted by that riverside drive taken in the present that took me full circle into the past. I was inspired by the memory of a riverside drive taken only yesterday that feels not unlike the many versions of it taken so many moons ago. In today's episode, I allowed myself to pause in a lovely moment from the past. I wasn't looking back. Instead, I was inspired that time seemed to have no role in past years. It was as if I had walked there only yesterday. I got to pause reflectively. I wonder how often do you allow yourself to pause? It's not an easy thing. If you were like me and many other women I know, There's always the might-as-well factor, or the I-can-just-get-X done or prep for Y before I go. Before we know it, those precious moments earmarked for ourselves have evaporated into any number of mundane tasks. These tasks all need to be addressed for sure, at some point, but maybe some of them can wait a few minutes. I'm certain that, like me, you will find we can be less resentful and frustrated if we allow ourselves to refill our own cup. And no, I'm not talking about coffee or wine here. This morning, my husband and I completed our daily yoga slash Pilates slash stretching routine. Easy for me to say. It's a practice that is about 25 minutes of connection to ourselves and to each other, and a great way to start the day. Most days, though, we are guilty of skipping the most important part, the Shavasana. Shavasana is the pause at the end of the action that allows the physical body to settle and recalibrate at rest. On weekdays, I'm always heading off to swim my laps at the Y, and he is usually tying up laces and out the door for a run. Today, though, on the deck at the lake, he patted the mat as an invitation to pause. I accepted that invitation, and I'd like to extend a similar invitation to you now. Join me, will you? Let's first get comfortable. You might be like me on a yoga mat with a head support and at this moment my legs at rest up a wall. You might be comfortable at home or at work during a break with the door to your office closed and comfortable at your own desk. You might choose to be reclined on a couch or a bed or seated with your feet on the ground and hands in your lap. 
wherever you find yourself at ease, be there. Let's begin to notice the course of our breath as we settle in with ourselves. Just notice where you physically are and allow the busyness of your day to step to the side for now. It will all be there waiting when you are ready to return after you have given yourself an opportunity to recharge. For now, though, we rest with the intention to fill our cups not just halfway with the dregs of the morning's coffee pot, but to overflowing, which is what we all deserve and what is always available for all of us. Within this intentional pause is where the opportunity for refreshment truly exists. I'd like to invite you now to notice the inhale. To be aware of your body as you inflate your lower ribs and belly and follow that inhalation with an emptying exhale. Notice the diaphragm contract and the lungs deflate as you release with them. Close your eyes if that is comfortable for you. Continue your breathing cycles naturally, and if it feels right for you, aim to extend the length of each cycle just a little bit more. We are purposeful and intentional in this natural action when we apply our attention. Looking up from my yoga mat at the lake on this day, the tree canopy above me rustled vigorously in the energetic breeze coming off the water. The air was temperate and mild, yet the early morning sky was cast with a silver glow that washed the blue from the sky and rendered it almost white, though cloudless. Can you feel the action of the air against your surface? Breathe it in. Breathe in all this refreshingly ionized atmosphere at the water's edge. Inhale the light. Exhale the fear. Inhale the love. Exhale the negativity. These words follow me everywhere I go. It's how I start every meditation, when I'm practicing alone. Inhale the light. Exhale the fear. Inhale the love. Exhale any negativity. Notice your body as you invite these thoughts of refreshment into your system. Allow and accept them. Allow the air in on an in-breath. Accept the movement of air on the out-breath. Notice the rhythm of your body as it cycles through these actions on repeat. Nourishing. Refreshing, emptying, and refilling. Notice too the canopy of rustling leaves above and the action of the waves blowing up onto the nearby shore. Hush, hush, shh. The rhythm of the sounds around me become the chorus gently playing in the background. Take a moment to imagine you are there, 
listening in for the soothing rhythm of those sounds. Continue to notice the breath, to hear the sounds of the earth around you as you begin to release the resistance that keeps you in constant motion. Relax into your own natural yet intentional rhythms and acknowledge your body at rest. Acknowledge the cycle that expands to allow internal space on the inhale and is followed by the pleasure of the pause. When we quiet the mind and still the body, we are able to tune into our surroundings in a more purposeful way. I notice the leaves above my head held aloft by an intricate web of branches gained momentum as they responded to the action of their environment. As the wind leveled off, the leaves settled into their physical space. I was reminded that I too can be at the mercy of the elements. With intention, though, I can also curate moments of respite within the action of the world going on around me. I can choose to refresh and to refill. I can choose to take the pause that allows my cup to overflow with all that I require. That might be peace or gratitude. It could be a request we mentally articulate. For me, I just know I can be comforted by my own acceptance. And right now I fully and wholeheartedly accept myself in this moment. As I lay beneath this canopy that rolled between a rustle and a whisper, I admired the shapes of leaves and branches as they became the visual descriptors defining the action of the air against their surface. I noticed my hips settle more heavily into my supports. I noticed my muscles unclench. And I noticed the tension I did not realize I held release. I felt myself soften as my focus narrowed and the balls I juggle so confidently in the air settle. I let go of the stresses I carried the tasks I am obligated to complete. I was able to remove myself and accept the peaceful refreshment that was and is offered around me. The power of the pause. It is priceless. I'd like you to take a last look at the canopy of leaves that you see above you. Notice the shape of them. Notice the species of tree you are so comfortably resting under. Notice the contrast of their forms against the colour of the sky. How is your day presenting itself in this imagined moment?
Is your sky silvered as mine was when I began? Is it a sunshine cerulean blue, or twilight turning to pink before it fades and takes its own pause? Our world works in circles. Did you notice any bird life in the sky above you? I'm at the lake, so I had the pleasure of watching an eagle soar in wide, patient circles through the gaps in the canopy above me, and I gratefully accepted the blessing of his presence before I began to invite movement back into my physical being. Begin by circling the ankles and the wrists. Take a deep and refreshing breath to get the body's physical attention. And repeat. This will help to signal to your body that while you are grateful for the pause, it is time now to open your eyes and to reinstate your physical presence in this moment. Thank you for taking this time together. I am so grateful for your commitment and inspiration. Namaste. Thanks for joining me in this practice. Time is precious, and I am very grateful you have chosen to spend some of your valuable time with me. I hope you feel refreshed after our pause together. If you're able to, I'd recommend spending a little extra time on yourself right now. Meditation helps me to feel refreshed on all levels. In fact, I'm often surprised at the depth of my focus moving forward into the rest of my day. Your imagination is a gift, and I love that you get to co-create mentally along with me. But if you would like to see the visuals I discuss in the episode, you can catch the show notes and images in the blog on my website, mandart.ca, which is a whole lot simpler than trying to spell my name, Anchalenko. If you have enjoyed the invitation to take a little break and found something that resonated for you, please feel free to share this opportunity with a friend or to write a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd be very grateful for your contribution. So, until we meet again on a Tuesday, may you find your own wisdom at the crossroads, where action and presence meet. Bye now.